and welcome to my xbox and me episode 449 i am one of your hosts mc fixer alongside the one and only mr two fresh crash crash hello hi i was I, you know what i was expecting you to ask me how i was doing and <laughs> just the hello kind of threw me off a little bit don't really care how you're doing i'll be honest with you okay what do you think this is That's what fair. do you think this is you think it's a therapy session this ain't a therapy session i'm gonna be All honest right. i've been treating this like a therapy session week after week i was Pretty bad because I wasn't here last week. You missed an important week, Crash. You missed an important week, but we'll allow it. We'll allow it. You was on extra though. I was on extra, yeah. So we got to see you on extra. And the one only, Mr. Paul Despawn. What up, Despawn? So it all started with my mother. You're gonna owe me a lot of money if this is a therapy session, lads. I'm just letting you know this. This this isn't free. This isn't free. Uh, If you didn't know, this is my Xbox and me, our weekly Xbox podcast, right here on YouTube.com/slash my Xbox and me and all podcast services. If you want the show early, head over to Patreon.com/slash MC Fixer. You can find us on all podcast services. Like I said, subscribe to the YouTube channel and make sure you follow us on Twitch. We are live, trying to be three days a week. A uh, big shout out to our Patreon producer, Erin God. We do appreciate you, sir. Topic of the week this week, guys. IGN Live. They're taking over where E3 left off. IGN Live is in the news right now. Uh, I saw a little tweet from Ram McCaffrey, not too much. Uh, so let me read a little bit and we can uh, talk about it in a second. Today, IGN has announced it will uh, host an IGN Live, an in-person three-day fan event in Los Angeles this summer featuring gaming and entertainment creators developers publishers and enthusiasts the event will take place in early june and while official exhibitors are expected to be announced in the coming weeks for now it is promised to include world-class talent parties networking opportunities and unique attractions from a curated list of leading exhibitors across gaming and entertainment it will include ign uh live shows tournaments first looks new releases and panels featuring headliners from game tv movies and more a portion of the ticket sales will go to charity via humble bundle um this is quite exciting for me i'll be honest with you um especially after my great appearance on podcast on log guys you know they <laughs> sure surely they're gonna bring me on for a panel right right Chris? Right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah for sure yeah you just have to fly over there Yep. Find an empty room at some point. Uh-huh. Put a little MC Fixer sign outside. Yeah. Have somebody watching over it so they can stand in front of the sign whenever security or somebody from IGN walks by. Of course. Uh, and, and yeah, and then you can sort of have your own panel for sure. Oh. That's just yeah. nice doable. Yeah. Doable <laughs> for sure. You got it. <laughs> Chris doesn't believe in me. Legally um, dubious, no. but doable. All yeah. jokes aside, I mean, this is, you know, this is going to be their version of e3 i know ryan put out these tweets and they're like they're not trying to go for that exact audience and things like that but it's a show in the around summer. the same time in, in los angeles sounds like an e3 to me if you're asking me you know yeah it's one of those cases like whether or not that was their intention that is kind of like what you fall into regardless i yeah. do think it's smart for him to like put out the like hey that's not what we're going for um, it's not going to stop. Like, how many times do we see showcases happening? It's like, hey, this is what we're showing at the showcase, and then people still end up disappointed regardless. I wonder if it will be the same week as, like, again, we assume Xbox to have their showcase, um, Summer Games Fest to have their showcase. You've got a bunch of other showcases that happen. I'm hoping it lands... Is is that the same time frame, is it, or is it before then? I don't remember. Uh, so around June, July-ish, yeah. So this, yeah, I think IGN's is in right? June. No, this, oh, is June. Early, this is early June. Yeah, oh. this is June. So we, so it could land perfectly yeah. in in the right spot. Look, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm thinking selfishly. I don't really want to go to uh, TwitchCon um, San Diego this year. I, I, TwitchCon's great. If it was back in Vegas, I'd 100% be there. Love Vegas, um, but TwitchCon's a weird one. It doesn't. I don't feel like I'm getting the right opportunities. Nah. Mm-hmm. This seems like it's right up my alley, guys. This seems perfect for me to go. Yeah. And 
pretend that I'm a big shot and I can run around being like, hey, I'm MC Fixer. What'd you do? Ah, it's for Ubisoft. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, but for you guys, obviously from a viewing aspect, are you excited for this crash? Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to land on the, the no side simply because like, I think a lot of times I, whenever these showcases started happening in the summer, getting announced, they ended up not meeting what I wanted because I wanted another E3, but I didn't even want another E3. I wanted E3 in its heyday. And that'll never, yeah. Yeah, that'll never happen. So I feel yeah. like not being excited for this is probably the best move yeah. to be pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Despawn, excited, apprehensive? I think I'm somewhere in between uh, the two of you. So, like, I'm I'm kind of interested, like, because they're talking about, like, headliners uh, and things like that. And if, if you like you say, they're going to be lining this up around other people's announcements, what I could definitely see happening is somebody else has a big, like, first-party presentation and then comes on to IGN Live to talk about more in-depth that yeah. i'm interested to see maybe drop a couple of extra trailers and like they'll have their own panel as well uh so yeah i'd be interested to see that i like the idea of like networking opportunities as well be awesome i'm just saying maybe we ramp up your idea and you know we all sneak in and get a room and my xbox and me live <laughs> I'm not sneaking in. I'm, I'm getting in, guys. I'm oh, you're walking. Yeah, okay. You guys can sneak well, we'll, in, all right? I mean, I'll buy you a ticket and walk in through the front door. Okay, we'll sure, sneak, sure, sure. We'll sneak into that side room and put an MXAM logo on the door. Mm. We'll do yeah. that, yeah. yeah we'll yeah. just put it over the Podcast Unlocked one. Whatever, <laughs> whatever Podcast Unlocked's happening, we'll just slap a My Xbox and Me logo over the top. Mm -hmm. And they want to come in and be like, oh, we've heard of this guy on the podcast. He sided with us when Xbox went to hell. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. And then I'll win everybody over. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm... I've been looking forward to a mix. An American, for me, an American mixer, if it's truly what that is, what they're going for um, in terms of like networking opportunities and things like that, this is so a big yes for me. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, this comes alongside the the, um, the news of their IGN um, unionizing as well, which is dope. We didn't talk about it on last week's episode, um, but congratulations to them, obviously, is something. I know in America, unions are kind of like not a normal thing compared to over here in the uk unions are very normal over here so shout out to uh ign obviously fighting for for what they believe is right and to to get to not be able to get laid off with nothing with no with no um repercussions and things like that obviously i don't know exactly how it works in america compared to the us uh, compared to the uk sorry um but congratulations to them nonetheless if only we had someone from america on the podcast yeah that would have yeah. been that would be dope super, if we super helpful yeah. Yeah. so he could give us like an insight on how like uh labor laws work in in the u.s well i look i'm a lawyer and i know all about labor laws so mm -hmm. just ask away and i got you so answers. how does it work so i just want to clarify i'm not a lawyer and i have no clue <laughs> how it works at all oh um, idiot unions yeah, I, just pr uh, unions generally just protect uh the employees um it, they can't get unreasonably discharged a lot of times and if they do get fired it is sort of like hey you'll get these benefits if you get fired or you need this amount of notice etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's just generally really cool to see especially in the gaming space where there's constantly sort of layoffs, something like this happening mm -hmm. games media i think I think it's interesting, right? Because with all the, the, the Xbox news, and I put news in air quotes, right? It's all rumors and speculation, which I think some of it does some of it does have merit, and I think some of it doesn't. Um, I think it does show how important we are not journalists on this podcast. Never have been, never will be, right? We're, we're if anything, enthusiast press, if you want to re-put really us in that category. Most people put us in the influencer category, which, again, don't love the word influencer for what we do, but whatever. Um, I think it showed how important a Jason Schreier is, a Tom Warren over at, um, a Jez over at Windows Central. Like These people that go out there, have their boots to the ground, um, have their connections, have sources, don't just report on rumors and things like that, right? Like these, these, these staples of our industry, you know, who who do very good journalism work. It shows how important they are, especially at times like now, right? Obviously, it, it, it does become harder because I do feel like we're seeing more outlets report on salacious rumors more because of the clicks, um, which I don't blame them for. Don't get me wrong. I understand that then mm -hmm. we are all 
um driven by ad revenue and things like that and to keep a business running sometimes you have to do some some things that maybe you wouldn't want to um but i do want to i do want to you know appreciate how hard some of these gaming journalists do work and, mm-hmm. and we we should be thankful for them because if without them it'd be the wild wild west out there yeah i oh, know i agree like there's um it seems like it's changed over the last few years but there used to be a lot of like everyone trying to get the scoop and get everything right now it seems to be instead of being a race to get things right it's a race to get things out first yeah well the moment a story breaks what would happen before is people would hear things they'd hold it on until somebody would get some concrete or yeah or something along those lines now it's the second a rumor goes out there if they've heard something they will write up an article because if you're waiting for the official announcement or something more solid to come through Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's too late for the clicks right people aren't going to care anymore they're not they're just going to scroll past that uh, announcement or whatever it is well you always see the And that's the hardest part of this job, right? You always see the Xbox is going down in flames. Oh, wait, Mm -hmm. redact, uh, underline, updated. Xbox is just going down. There are no flames. Um, mm, You know, like, we always forget that part. Second update. Actually, Xbox are fine. I don't know if you're a problem. I have a question. I have a question for the both of you guys. Do you guys ever, like, if you read an article and you see the article pop up again, do you ever click the updated version? No. Uh, if it says it's updated, yeah, I'll go check it to see what the update is. But um, if it's in like a timeline, nine times out of ten, I'll have missed it. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm with Fix. I generally don't click on it unless it's like something that I'm interested in actively. Mm. Then I'll click and read the update. Otherwise, like I'm 100% like whatever the original story is, it's the original story until I hear otherwise. I, yeah, I get my news from so many different places though nowadays, you know, like... I'm on Reddit quite often um, for a lot of news. I, I, yeah, I know like a lot of people don't like Reddit. I actually quite like Reddit um, for because I like I like reading other people's opinions on things, whether or not they're batshit crazy half the time. I you know that's what it is. But I do like reading other people's opinions, and Reddit is good for that. Um, and then obviously IGN's like my go-to for like the news stories for the show and then windows central for xbox things and then twitter twitter is still i know twitter is a cesspool of bots right now but it's still my go-to place that i go like the ign stuff before reading it today i saw that all through twitter i didn't see it anywhere else so yeah it's that's those are my go-to places so i never see the update if i've seen it on one website because i don't always frequent that website i might go there once yeah. a week you know i go on igm maybe once a week and listen to the podcast once a week and there you go yeah, I mean, to Twitter's benefit, the like the easiness of updating stuff, I'll generally see updates to a story yeah. on Twitter, especially yeah. if I'm actively looking, because I'll click a story and then I'll read a few comments below it, a few tweets below it. And if it's accessible, I'm like, okay, I'm scrolling past it. But a lot of times there will be one that's like, hey, this is misinformation, or even uh, Twitter has the uh, correction function or whatever they call it, the community uh, notes. Community notes, the community yeah. Notes. Yeah, I yeah, like which, community notes. Sometimes they're petty yeah. as fuck, which I love. I love the oh, yeah. Those are the like best. <laughs> sometimes they're so petty, I'm like, yeah. what the hell? My favorite is when Elon Musk gets put community notes on his posts. It's like, I've saved Twitter. Community note, Twitter is dying a horrible death. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean X? Uh, Twitter's dead. Yeah, as it's soon X as now. I mean, as soon as if I type twitter.com and it doesn't take me to the website, I'll call it X. Until I, okay. then, it's okay. Twitter. I respect Even it. when it does that, I'm still, I'm still calling it Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. It's not I get. I get. Uh, should we go into this week's dashboard, boys? Let's see what the news is Come saying, on, shall we? Uh, first piece of news: Microsoft's gaming revenue overtakes Windows uh, thanks to Activision Blizzard. Uh, we kind of, I think we covered this a little bit, but there's a little bit more of an update here, which is Xbox content and services revenue, which includes Game Pass, is up a massive 61%. And that is largely thanks to Activision Blizzard's revenue. Um, also, to go along with that, uh, the 2 million, uh, 2 billion, sorry, uh, acquisition, uh, the revenue uh, costs. So all revenue is now sitting at 930 million, if I'm not wrong, with other operating expenses sitting at around 1.59 billion. It works out. They're operating at a 440 million loss, which is interesting. I mean, 
with all the layoffs, I'm guessing that's going to help bring the losses in a lot more as well. Um, but bro, honestly, I hate reading these numbers right now because of all the layers that have been happening. Um, another important piece of news as well, though, yeah, the the gaming quarter as well, it, Xbox had its third largest in business. Gaming contributed to 7.11 billion revenue for the quarter, more than the 5.26 billion for Windows, but behind the 13.47 billion from Office and Cloud Services, uh, which was at 23.95 billion from services, products, and cloud services. So it sounds like Xbox is doing what it's supposed to do right now for Microsoft, if you're, if you're asking me. It's bringing in enough money for it to still be a profitable a profitable business for Microsoft. But obviously, with what we know is coming this week, which we'll get onto, I'm sure. Um, yeah, it's we, we it's not enough. It's not enough for Microsoft. It's not enough for Microsoft, which is... They want to recoup that $69 billion somehow, don't they? And uh, $2 billion of that isn't going to cut it. Yeah, I guess so. We've had conversations on the downside of Sony and PlayStation on where Sony makes Sony decisions and it affects PlayStation to a degree. And I think this is one of the first times in a while we've seen that on the Xbox side possibly happening, which we'll know more uh, whenever they do the podcast. Um, But it'll be very interesting to see what exactly goes down in their wording for that speaking of podcast uh phil spencer tweeted out please join us for a special edition of the official xbox podcast here from phil spencer sarah bond and matt booty as they share updates on the xbox business crash we didn't get to hear from you um about everything that was said on twitter from phil spencer and obviously the rumors that have come out so let's start there i guess Uh, where are you how do you feel about xbox as an ecosystem right now and are you worried that we're probably gonna lose exclusives um on the system and does that change your mind or or where you're at as a gamer at all as a gamer it doesn't as a xbox fan it doesn't really either to be a hundred percent honest with you i think for me the most distressful thing and the biggest thing to push me away from the brand has been the handling of communication right mm. um i think phil spencer coming out and saying hey we're doing a podcast i think that's in a sense a little too late right but he didn't even and say I, that that's the thing i wish he would have said that we were doing the podcast. oh he said we were getting an update even, next we week or whatever. we didn't even get told yeah. it was going to be the podcast <laughs> yeah um so yeah that is like i just think the handling of all the information has just sort of been the downside to this whole thing because all they had to do like the second that news dropped would have been like hey stuff's getting blown out of proportion we will have an update for you next week right away if they did that right away yeah. i think everybody's opinions on the situation wouldn't be as bleak as as it is now um i think the podcast coming out and it's hey we have the three big people on xbox coming and doing a podcast together i don't think that's super great news for the diehard xbox fans right um something's going down there for better or for worse the only thing i ask is like be direct don't be like we're dealing with this on a case-by-case basis if it's all bethesda games are going multi-platform just say that if it's all Activision games, just say that. Don't give us the, oh, we do it on a case-by-case basis based off the game, only to have rumors then keep swirling around, because they will keep swirling around if you aren't super, super uh, direct with what you're trying to say. And do. Yeah, I, I feel like then there's no way to go come out and say all Bethesda or Activision, no. um, because there's been more rumors going around talking about it's pretty much confirmed that Hi-Fi Rush is going to be on PlayStation and Switch. Um, and so is Pentiment mm-hmm. also, as the two games that are pretty much confirmed to be going onto the systems uh, that are not Xbox. So, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, it's more so kind of a case of just at least like be like, hey, we're going to be very clear from going forward if a game is exclusive or not at launch, like when we announce it. None of this, like what happened with Blade should never happen again, right? Mm-hmm. It's like they will be very upfront, like this game is exclusive, this game is only coming to Xbox, whatever the case is, and sort of like confirm to us that they're going to muddy, like 
remove some of that muddied messaging that they have sometimes. Yeah. Um, Despawn, has your mind changed at all since the last time we spoke about all this? We've got the podcast coming now. Um, um, anything changed? I'm worried. Like, if it was just Phil and he was just like, yeah, so I just want to sit down and go through the details. I know there's been a lot of confusion. And here's, here's all the answers to that confusion. Fine. The fact that Matt Booty's on there, Sarah Bond is on there as well, uh, that suggests to me there's going to be a big change coming. I'm not saying it. I'm not, I, you know, I don't, I feel bad putting it out there. Is Phil Long for Xbox? What do you mean? Like, could he be like stepping aside leaving? as like this, not leaving so much, but like the spokesperson? Or maybe, maybe even leaving. Like yeah, I feel nah. like I feel like they've been doing that for a while though, with especially with Sarah Bond. Like we've seen her become a more front-facing person in the Xbox world mm-hmm. um, as of lately. Um, I feel like I that was think... kind of a kind of like a precursor to her getting her new role though, rather yeah. than anything I, else. I think if Phil leaves, it'll be either at the announcement of the next console or the release of the next console. I don't think he's leaving. Like, if he were to leave right now, I think that would be not a great sign when things yeah. are already at a low. And the best thing doing, to happen... I don't think they're think, podcast for that. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. That no. would be... That okay. would be... You know, I could see them doing a podcast for that. Not right now. Bro, Major Nelson was a long time and i know he's not phil spencer yeah. but they didn't do a podcast for him and he owned the goddamn podcast now i can say yeah major nelson was the voice of xbox for so long mm-hmm. and yeah now like phil's kind of stepped into that role a little bit um yeah, he, he was he's been it since he became head of xbox to yeah, be honest. Yeah. yeah he's yeah he's he's the one that they i say they can't out but like yeah. he cats himself out to have those conversations yeah um but yeah like i could i could see maybe him taking a step back from that role a little bit and like i said sarah uh and matt maybe nah. taking the lead on those a little bit you don't think no i think no that's way. i don't think that's great for xbox right now i think it's like hey we're doing all these no, changes no. and then be like yeah yeah i just think this is this is you know i i said it in a tweet and i got a little bit of hate for it but I truly believe on Thursday, gaming as we know it will have changed. I th- I think, I, I I just don't think we're gonna we're not gonna walk away. Xbox gamers are not gonna walk away from this unscathed in one way or the other. Um, if you chose to spend your hard-earned money on an Xbox because you wanted to come here and play exclusive games. On Thursday, I think that will have changed, and I think do it will you, come down to it. It will come down to: Do you like the ecosystem? Do you like the controller? Do you care about your old library? Those are the things that are going to keep you on Xbox from now on, because it sure as hell won't be exclusive games. So you think all games are going to be going to other platforms? I think they will come out and say on a case-by-case basis, we decide on what's going on. And I think eventually we will... They wouldn't... I get the Xbox are too smart and Microsoft are too smart. They're never going to come out and just be like, yeah, everything's going for multi-platform. Yeah. But I have... I'm too old, Crash. I've been doing this too long. It's stop. You give an inch, they take a mile. If If people are... If people do not speak with their wallets, and I don't think that even Xbox care about that, honestly, um, it's a case of no. This is this is what the new Xbox looks like. It is X Cloud. It is Game Pass. That is it. It's not the box that is underneath your telly anymore, which I think is the wrong move, by the way. Mm-hmm. In in a very, but that doesn't matter what I think. That's I what I think is going to happen is we are going to be left. I think I'm going to be left very sad on Thursday. And, you know, as someone who's covered Xbox for nearly a decade, I think it's going to be a very, very sad and some somber day for me, especially, and, 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 and the Xbox fans as a whole. If they were to come out and say, hey, Bethesda games are not going to be exclusive going forward, and they kept it very direct, like any third, any 
games that were third party previously. Uh, Activision going forward won't be exclusive. If they were to give you direct sort of like, this is the stuff that won't be exclusive, does that sort of lessen the blow for you at all? Yeah, it, it lessens okay. the blow for me. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't, I, I don't, I, I don't believe a word that comes out of Xbox's mouth anymore. And ultimately, I've listened and I've waited and I've listened and waited and listened and waited. And I've always been told the same thing. The games are coming. The games are coming. The games are coming. And yeah, we've had a few very good titles here and there, but they still haven't delivered on the same level as their competitors. They haven't, they haven't delivered on a Breath of the Wild. They haven't delivered on a Last of Us. They haven't delivered on a... Um, horizon they haven't delivered on a god of war they haven't delivered on a um uh, a pokemon you know i'm trying to think from a nintendo point of view um and not that pokemon games are fucking great i'm just saying like a lot of people love them like you know what i'm saying here yeah they haven't delivered on that um and yeah no i mean yeah it lessens the blow crush but it also i still feel like it's egg on my face i'm the one that sat here celebrating the xbox bought bethesda i'm the one yeah. that sat there celebrating the xbox bought activision you know because because and the reason i celebrated those things is because i thought we were finally going to have a great for the next decade or 20 years we were going to have a great competition between playstation nintendo and xbox again where xbox were really going to be able to compete and you know if they're if they're gonna say these games are gonna come to other platforms it 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 doesn't change anything for me really you know i guess i guess again i'm from a i'm in a, i'm in a very 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 privileged position you know pc if i've got a pc do i really need an xbox nope nine times out of ten now that's, that, Not that's nine it's kind of 10 times out of 10 no, for no, being honest. There's a couple of experiences that have only come to console, but not. But it is nine. It really isn't, it isn't it's anything a more. Yeah, and I think that's that's kind of where I just have to get off my high horse and just realize, like, Xbox to me is Game Pass. And yeah. I've got to enjoy these titles that come into Game Pass, and I've got to enjoy these exclusives that are going to be timed exclusives. Um on xbox in game pass but if this is the way they go there is no need for me to buy a console of xboxes again but i guess we'll find out on thursday yeah <laughs> so uh yeah i guess is, we'll find out on thursday i'm interested so yeah for anyone who's uh are we putting this out beforehand yes yeah, yes. yeah, yeah so for those hands. that are listening before um obviously we will be live reacting to the podcast yep. so we'll be doing a podcast in a podcast because yeah that's what we do here uh so yeah we'll be live reacting and then obviously giving our thoughts after so if you are about please do tune in uh on the uh, twitch and the youtubes i'm very and so i'm excited and scared like definitely scared uh, about the future of xbox like i'm interested to see what they have to announce i'm excited to get together and talk about it but um yeah i'm not sure how excited i am for the outcome in the end I think you are drastically going to see a change in most Xbox content creators' content after Thursday. Mm -hmm. You think so? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if the games go multi-platform, you, like, a lot of Xbox content creators will have to uh, change their plan. That's why yeah, you've yeah. seen such a pushback from, like, a lot of the diehard mm -hmm. Xbox fans. Absolutely. It's because sort of their their one niche is sort of like crumbling around them and it's if they keep with the way xbox would go if they keep on the trajectory they've been on they would only alienate sort of part of the community that they were representing i guess let's let's talk about it from our perspective right yeah the two the again not that we do crazy numbers because we do not but the two pieces of content that we've made being around the play, state of play reaction and the final fantasy reaction are our most viewed content of the last month. Yeah, I think yeah. you're going to see a lot of people transition. Mm -hmm. Once Xbox finally decide to, to go multi-plat, and if that is the case, I think you're going to see a lot of people transition. They're going to go, well, 
I don't need to just focus on this one niche anymore. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, I'll say it from this point of view. Look, guys, I know I've done a weekly Xbox podcast, but I've owned I've owned a PlayStation since I was since I was a baby. PS1 first console. I've got plenty of stories for you. So make sure you come on over to my PlayStation and me when I get that started <laughs> and uh, come listen to my stories. Hey, you want to talk about the balancer? Trust me, I've got stories. Oh yeah? Got, oh, yeah? You remember the balancer? Yeah, I, exactly. I vaguely remember got, the balancer. I've got stories. I've got stories. You want to talk about chip PlayStation 1s? Trust oh, me, I've got stories. The, the Biro trick. Everyone remembers the Biro mm, trick or the blue tack, whichever of one. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Come on, you already know. Uh, all jokes aside, next story. Uh, Disney buys 1.5 billion stake in Epic Games to create expansive universes within Fortnite. Um... Despawn. I saw this Hi. news drop last week. Obviously, we're a little bit behind um, with the way things have been going. This is absolutely yeah. huge, right? This is massive. So, obviously, everyone knows Fortnite. It's like the biggest, I well, the biggest one of the biggest free-to-play games in the world. Um, yeah. And obviously, I think a couple of people are aware of Disney. Um, they've been yeah. doing a couple of crossovers with things and stuff for the last few years. But yeah, buying one point five billion dollars worth of stake in the in Epic. Uh, is huge i know they're also talking about bringing a uh, basically a disney world into fortnite so i'm guessing yeah. this is going to be using the fortnite builder uh yeah i'm interested to see where this goes because yeah disney basically buying everything again they're back on the buying market well they're buying a stake they're not exactly buying i mean they're not exactly yeah. just looking what's behind the couch this is like one and a half billion pounds or dollars sure. it's a lot yeah, of money but, but they're not they, worth a lot of money that's yeah. epic it's also yeah. as far as i'm aware they don't own epic after this so no. saying they're buying well buying a stake of epic so we say yeah buying shares they're investing in them they're investing into them yeah it's still Just a the way lot of money. Like, like i invested in crash you know i invested yeah. in crash yeah. a long time ago 1.5 billion i haven't seen it i haven't seen a return on my investment yet but i, I mean i, I still believe i still believe all of it I stole, stole all it? of it. Yeah, I stole all of it. Every bit of investment that was supposed to go towards yeah. improvement and return, none of it. Spent it on Genshin loot boxes. They spent it. it on, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, I can give you my Genshin account. Again. That'll be a return to you. <laughs> yeah, I um, Yeah, I'm excited for this a little bit. Like, I, obviously, I've seen, I haven't played Fortnite in a really long time. I didn't check out the car stuff or any of that new stuff they put in, unfortunately. But if you can make cool experiences in the Disney world and they can happen in a timely manner now for when you have the new games come out. And obviously we all love Fortnite when they did the infinity gauntlet stuff and all of the other Marvel crossover stuff that I've played. And I've always enjoyed. Um, yeah, I think it's a match made in heaven. If I'm being honest I, with you, I also don't think that the, like the, the experience they're going for is also just Disney exclusive stuff. If I'm not mistaken. Oh. I think it is like an expansive universe, as in is it, it is an expansive universe. So mm -hmm. Simpsons, yeah, all the crossovers they, always, they, they normally have, like everything sort of... they own basically. So when, when I, yeah. Yeah, I say when I say Disney, I don't just mean like Mickey Mouse is coming to Fortnite. I no. mean like Disney, Star Wars, Marvel. Oh, I'm talking even outside of that as well. So? Yeah, yeah. I think like anything that they can get like work into a crossover with any other company that would be willing to add to this. I think 100% Disney is not going to say no to that. Yeah. or nor would Fortnite, right because that only bolsters the content that disney would put into that as well by having more stuff in it and involved with it yeah so. yeah i am interested to see how other companies like react to this uh like you say like having those kind of crossovers not everyone's happy about like their ip crossing over those other people's so i'm interested to see if that is like if we see less non-marvel or like non-disney stuff coming to Fortnite. I I, I think I think we would have seen us non-Disney stuff coming to Fortnite a while ago. Before just, this, to be 100% honest I, with you. I just meant my talk to the end of the yeah. day. I feel like if you've got an IP, what's, what's, it doesn't matter what the IP is, even though, you know, it, like you want kids to know what your IP is because they're going to grow up and be interested in that thing forever, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like Fortnite is the gateway to that. Um, we did the agree or disagree on my Xbox and the Extra this week, right? And like someone, I saw the comments and someone was like, yeah, this Fortnite default guy is like an iconic character at this point. And I'm like, I, I can't argue against that at this point. Mm -hmm. Like he really is. Um, so yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. 
I'm interested to see where this goes, but I do think this is a very, very smart move from from Disney. Obviously, they've been partnering with their games on a lot, like obviously Wolverine, Blade, uh, a few other properties out there now. But this Fortnite, this makes more sense than anything else that we've seen before. To be honest with you, this feels like an easy purchase for them as well. Like, because all they have to do is like we buy the stake, and then Epic developers make all the Disney stuff for us. So win-win. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've been doing that you know, anyway with all the Fortnite skins, which I'm sure they get like a cut of anyway beforehand. And now it's just like, yeah, well, we'll get dividends from our st- from our shares now instead. Great. Yeah. You know what this feels like? It feels like the stepping stone to when I was younger and I'd go online and you go to the Disney games website and you could play a whole bunch of like games mm-hmm. for like random IPs and stuff like yeah, that. And they were yeah, all yeah, fun because yeah. like it was free yep. and whatever. Uh, this feels like honestly the next stepping stone in that where it's going to be all in Fortnite. You log into Fortnite, there's going to be a Lilo and Stitch game or whatever have you, whatever IP Disney wants to do with that, Star Wars, whatever. There's going to be some sort of game. It might not be the best game. It might not be a triple A game, but that's not what the experience is there for. It's more of like a theme park and something fun to have in. Um, So I'm very interested to see what they do. Well, that's how I see it. I see it more of it is going to be the theme park side of it. So it's like, it's going to be like the Disney, like not the Dreamlight Valley one, but the Disney Adventures thing where it's just like Disney, Disney World in Fortnite. So you That's can go off. You can just wander off into the park and just yeah, as your as your Fortnite skin that you like. Uh, so you could be running around as Goku in Disney World, riding yeah. all the rides with all of the Fortnite skinned characters there. Like that's what okay. I want. That's actually what I want now. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I just want to run around Disney World as Goku. Do you mean we can get like a Fortnite Mario party? Yeah, I'd Possibly. love that. I'd I can, love that. I can 100% do want, see them doing it. Do you want like a Fortnite, Fortnite Mario Party or more along the lines of like what they do with the racing game where it's like, like it's made the in the engine, game. but it's like a racing game. Yeah, no, what, what they did with the racing game. like the Minecraft one as A well. big map, uh, you yeah. throw a dice, and then there's a bunch of mini games that you go off and do. Mm-hmm. I could see that. That'd be dope. I'd love that. Yeah. I could see someone actually making that within the Fortnite builder, to be fair. Yeah, it could already exist. I just wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah, an official uh, ne- one would be cool. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, next up, Take Two CEO says uh, competing Xbox and PlayStation consoles are a benefit, but not a necessity. Uh, the quote here we got from Take Two CEO is it's not costly to master something for a physical distribution as long as you don't produce too much inventory. It's not costly. So this isn't a big decision for us. It was a big decision 30 years ago in, in the business when we had to produce cartridges and you couldn't do anything with them. But today we can order a disc and five days later it could be on the shelves uh finally uh zelnik was asked if he felt uh, it was important to have a healthy business in video games markets with competing consoles of playstation and xbox and he replied with this i think it's a benefit uh do i think it's ultimately uh, a necessity no but i do think it's a benefit I'm so over this conversation already, right? Maybe, I mean, that's how I know I'm getting old, right? Because I'm like, anything that's like a repeat, I just don't care. But um, take, I mean, it's easy for take two to say this, yeah. right? Like of all, yeah. of all publishers, I'll, GTA, NBA. Like. Take two is constantly on this exact same train of thought with mm. every single story that pops up. They're always like, hey, we, we're good on this. Like yeah. you guys can do whatever. Yeah. The, Act, the Activision purchase, whatever everything that's happened that's had any sort of discourse take two's response is sort of like yeah we don't really care doesn't yeah. bother us i'll just look at the gta receipts like yeah no we're fine yeah we're good yeah, yeah. they just well i we saw i saw an article i don't think we're talking about it uh, this week so i saw an article of like yeah the leaks happened didn't really bother us and yeah. it's like yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah well there was there was there was also um i don't think we're talking about this either but there was the story of like um they had a a board meeting or whatever like to discuss finances and the earnings and whatever and they were like yeah we didn't make too much money right now but like don't worry about it we'll make money yeah <laughs> don't be bothered yeah. <laughs> sorry one second let me just look over to gta 6 yeah we're gonna be okay yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna be, be okay yeah, yeah. can you imagine having a game that big on your portfolio where you're like you could lose money for like Two years, three years, four Whatever. years, five yeah. years. Yeah. 
and then just be like, guys, just sit back and relax. Yeah, all right. Relax, yeah. Once Rockstar yeah. put out their game, we're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. It's Rockstar and Nintendo that do that. That's about it. Because yeah. Nintendo for the longest time ate off of the the Wii sales, right? Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah. They didn't, well, they definitely didn't eat off the Wii U sales. That's for sure. They did. They yeah. ate off of me, mate. I bought one. I uh, bought one. Idiot. Did you buy games though? That's where they make most. I of did. Money. Okay. How many? They ate off a of fix. I had all the I, every console I've ever bought. I've always bought the exclusive games. That's why this hurts so much with Xbox. We, they're going to become. I don't. I'm going to say I don't know why you say it's going to hurt. It's going to do your wallet a world of good. It's going to hurt me. Okay, emotionally, not financially. Yeah. Okay. No, it just makes it makes me sad even think. Fix like this to see his bank balance go down. The mm. lower it is, the happier fix it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It means I'm paying less tax. That's all I fucking know. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, crash. Guess that game, yeah. maybe. Guess that game. So, for those of you guys that don't know, guess that game is uh, the showcase show game oh, game show game show, game show <laughs> the thing we do where uh, one of us decides to pick a game and the others have an allotted amount of time to make guesses and well, not make guesses, but they ask inquiries, yes or no answers to sort of narrow down what the options could be at the end of that. They make a guess and if they get it correct, they get a point. If not, they get nothing. Not a zero zip. Zippity doodah, as the Zippity boys would say. Uh, Crash, the points are: you have two points, I have one point. Matt has zero points. D Spawn has zero points. D Spawn, look at hey. me. Look at me. Yes, I'm I here. need you to lock in today. No. Last week we were awful. Lock no, in. Terrible. I am. Um, yeah, that's gonna. Yeah, I wouldn't expect. I saw too somebody much. complaining about you guys last really? week. Yeah, I saw I saw some sort of tweet somewhere. I don't know if it was a tweet or a Discord message or something okay. like that. I saw something somewhere. Yeah, no, last week we struggled. Last yeah. week what we was the what was the game? Minecraft. It was Minecraft. To be fair, Matt said it wasn't to on me, it on 360, so you know that's wasn't on him. a single didn't have multiplayer, wasn't on 360. Like Matt got a lot of information wrong last week. A okay. lot that threw us off. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, yeah. It, okay, but yeah. to be fair. So it's not me, it's Matt. You know the the enemies in Gears of War are not aliens. Uh, <laughs> Never. I don't think you can down. complain about that. Absolutely uh, not. Bro, that was last season, bro. Why no, is all about fix last I season? I got no bothers with bring up something last season fix. Okay. Anyway, okay. let's get into this. Uh, what's man. the What's this. the time you guys got? Uh, a minute thirty seconds. A minute thirty. Yeah. So yeah. my phone is currently being used as light, so I'm not going to be able to use I that. You have a timer. Okay, you got it. Yeah, yeah I got you. No problem. So okay. this is going to be a three uh, minute long episode. Cool. We're gonna go despawn and then fix. Okay. Ah, right, you tell me when to start it. Start it. Exclusive? Uh, no. Uh, 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 EA? No. Uh, Capcom? Yes. Okay. Uh, action game? Yes. Multiplayer? There's action in it. Uh, yes. Okay. Do you eat food in this game? No. Uh, oh. Um, do you hunt things in this game? No. Okay. It's not okay. Like it is. Uh, uh, female protagonist? Yes. No. Okay. Yes. yes no. no. Is it? Is it because it's a character creator? No. No. Okay. Let's get. Let's get genre. Um, it's not a puzzle game. No. Horror game. No. Uh, Capcom. A fighting game. Yes. Uh, is it based on a? Is it licensed IP? No. Um, are there sequels in this game? Yes. Okay. You guys can stop the time. <laughs> I'm gonna say it did one come out last year. Was gonna be. Well, you got yeah. You have to answer that. You still got ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. yeah. Game for one game out last year. Yeah. Eastbourne. Hi. <laughs> we got it, son. We did it. We I'm did it, ball, baby. baby. We did it. We did it. Well, yeah. We're not the balls yet. We're not the balls yet. You got. You write down your answer. I write down okay. my answer. Right I now. mean, do I need to? You write down your answer. I'll just say mine, right? Okay. All okay. Right. Uh, let me just, uh, you know, uh, 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 there we go. Okay. Ready. Okay. Was it yeah. Dark No? Uh, was it Street Fighter? Correct. Yeah! yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. You know what would have been Let's funny? Go. I was very close to doing Street Fighter versus Tekken. No, I didn't no, do it. I didn't no, do it. No, Clearly, no. obviously, I didn't do it. But the point tallies have been updated. We have got Presh on two points. Me on two points. D spawn on one point. Let's and go. Matt P video on zero points. I'm back, baby. You're back, baby. You're back. I'm proud of you. I'm no, proud of you. You did it. You did it. You did it. Uh, there's something to fix a second before we get out of here. Uh, first question is... Oh, good. We've read all these questions. I don't think I've... Well, I've, 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 I've no, you're uh, fine. You're, don't I'm going to start it. coughing and pasting uh, in them because uh, there are questions. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I got you. Uh, remember, you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. That's my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com uh remember hit us up on the discord as well um to answer ask sorry any of your questions you would like uh, our first question comes from origin cookie man who says it has been widely reported that the pre the present presence thank you uh and interest of taylor swift oh okay Jesus, I don't even want to answer the rest of this. Uh, the presence and interest of Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl made it the most watched in history. What single franchise collaboration could have made the same impact for Xbox? Hashtag power couple. Um, hmm. None. This, no I'm not going to lie. This Taylor Swift thing has been I don't, I don't think Taylor Swift... I don't know if Taylor Swift endorsing a console would help propel that console into like sort of that level of notoriety yeah don't think the swifties would um would buy i think they would the buy xboxes? an xbox okay. i don't think they'd buy games and you have to remember like software sales are the big thing i don't what think they gave like, like that do you remember do you remember they did like we've had like, like a bunch of singing games what about like a taylor you know like we got we got rocked oh rock a band, taylor swift car. singing game i was like what about like a taylor swift singing game of all of her library not all but like a select 20 30 songs of her library and it was exclusive to the xbox platform i, I feel like be... that that could do numbers yeah i think that could do numbers i'm trying to think of people that have like die hard fans like that um just sports teams really isn't it and you have yeah. beyonce you have drake yeah. If Drake, I don't think Drake I, would have even have that effect. No, no, no. I, don't, I think it has yeah, to be like a rabid fan base, like a Beyonce or a Taylor yeah. Swift. Yeah, I think Drake has fans, but I think Drake doesn't have the type of fans that are going to go out buy an Xbox yeah. and think, then buy a game for him. Yeah, Drake, Drake fans are going to buy Drake albums. Drake fans are not going to buy an Xbox because he said so. Drake fans aren't even buying Drake albums. No, they're, they're going to stream his albums. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I'll be honest. The problem I don't is like, like we have celebrities like that anymore, either. It, yeah. The investment also in gaming is a lot more than watching. Like the Super Bowl is like I'm gonna watch a game every here or there to see Taylor Swift, and I get to see an inter like in a weird in a parasocial way. I get to interact with that person. You yeah. don't get that in gaming. No, no. I'm gonna go for a blast from the past, like a classic one. Xbox. And the return of the Rock. No, no the biggest, I don't feel the, like he's fans. Rock is not what he used to be. That would be a good callback, though. I'll be oh, honest. It would. Yeah. It would be a good callback. Back the Rock. Like, if we're gonna be honest, the Rock in his heyday didn't have yeah, the well, pull. Yeah. I mean, he's back <laughs> in the WWE. Um, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. No, alright, Origin Cookie Man. I'm sorry. I don't think there is anything that could compare. Like the, the way I have seen people it's openly also, be like, I want to watch the Super Bowl. So twice it's going to be. I'm like, you realize she's not even performing, right? Like she's yeah. just going to be there for her boyfriend. And people are like, she has a glimpse. They've, a glimpse they've of been, what? Her, what? Mm -hmm. They've also been following her journey yeah. going to these games. So it's not even like a one off, like halftime show or something like that. No. It is like they are experiencing a part of her life through yeah. her in a very weird parasocial yeah. way. Talking talking of weird stuff, uh just to sidetrack a little bit, did you see the clip of them all getting excited and someone like just basically sacking Lana Del Rey? No. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. Lana Del Rey was at the uh, Super Bowl with Taylor Swift and got. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I she, she got sacked. She got, yeah, she, well, she got dropped. Oh, <laughs> she dropped on her damn. ass. No, like, when I say sacked, I don't mean, like, fired. I mean, like, dropped like a sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got knocked on her ass. It was. Um, I think she's fine, <laughs> so it's all right. I can laugh. It's okay. <laughs> I love how these people was like, it was um It was okay. She's, she's safe. She's, she's, she's safe. fine. She's safe. safe. She's okay. Slight bruising, I assume. But yeah, uh, I was like, <laughs> everyone's getting excited, tells us to bring around, and in the background just Lana Del Rey just gets knocked to the ground. I was like Ouch. Uh alright, let's go on to this next one from uh Treacherous who says Brother Phil seems particularly quiet the last few days. Do you think there's a possibility he will be moved out of his current position? We kind of spoke about this earlier. Um, I don't think so. I think this was a... This is probably the most delicate object um, for Xbox to speak about in Xbox's history since probably the Xbox One. Like, maybe people, again, people think I'm being a little bit hyperbolic. I really don't think I am. Um, When do you see him call an emergency podcast to clear up things? Never. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I think this was uh, from the top down. Everybody, radio silent. Don't do anything. Don't move. Don't sneeze. Don't cough. We are going to come up with a very full-out, meticulous... Um, plan for how we're going to deliver this death blow to our players. <laughs> I love yeah, like, that. Meticulous spot out death blow. Yeah, I don't know, that's what I think. Yeah, we've got a really corporate way of murdering everybody's dreams. Coming I up will soon. say the fact that it's being done in a podcast does a little bit worry me. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little side note that I didn't mention earlier. It allows yeah. a lot of room for fluff to be added to what should be like short and simple messaging to whatever the yeah. they are trying to say. Oh, bro, you already know the first 10 minutes is just going to be like, oh, yeah, uh, we know you guys have been waiting to hear from us and da, 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 blah, 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 blah. It's, yeah, it's going to be, yeah. And lots the, of, and, uh, lots yeah. of, so what does this mean for the players' questions? Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be, well, you know, we, we, we've had the same... We, we, we've we spoken about this for years. We're trying to deliver 1 billion, 2 billion players. We, we want people to be able to play their games wherever they want, however they want, wherever they want, with whoever they want, on whatever they want, and with time and people and, and stuff. And you know it's I'm just talking shit right now? Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's what they're going to do. That's yeah. literally what's going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We will see, unfortunately. Uh, Big Willie P, my guy, Big Willie, says... Reports coming out today that Phil had an internal staff meeting at Microsoft and reaffirmed that they are, quote, still making consoles, end quote, but still love the hyper, uh, hyper, hypothetical. hypothetical game of what if this is the last Xbox console? I'll play along with your hypothetical. If this is the last Xbox console, I'm glad I was a part of it. I'm glad I got to see the end. I'm glad I got to see the beginning, the middle, and the end. That that that's all I will say. Um, if this is the last console, Sony are licking their lips, <laughs> knowing that they're going to be able to control the living room. Um, again, I've been trying to play Xclad now on my my new TV on my bed. Um, actually, a little update on that. I'll talk about in my Xbox Extra for you guys. You guys will will be very interested. Very okay, interested, okay. I promise. Um, but it just doesn't work. It's not there yet. Like, I, I don't know how Matt manages to to play on this on Xclad. I can't get it to work at all. And it's through Wi-Fi, yes, but the, the Wi-Fi box is where I'm sat right now and the bedroom is above it. Like, there's no reason it shouldn't have a decent enough connection um and it, it just doesn't unfortunately and that's just how it is so um yeah the, hey if the, hypothetically this is the last console i'm glad i was a part of it i'm glad i deep down selfishly i'm glad it got sent to me i was glad i'm a part of the launch i was one of the first people ever in the uk to have the xbox uh series consoles and it's been a privilege it's been a privilege um to to do this podcast and talk about it honestly but playstation will be sat there licking their lips i think even nintendo partly will be sat there being like damn 
All we got to do is put out a HD console finally, and we're, yeah. we're back in the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They won't be putting out a HD console. Oh, no, Let's yeah. be real about it. Isn't, I'm going to say, did we get a confirmation recently that the next one's not going to have an OLED screen? Yep. Yeah, they're not putting out an HD console. It's, we're joking when we say HD, but you know what we're saying. Yeah. Um, Chris, what about you? In a hypothetical world, this is the final Xbox. Are you happy? Are you sad? Where are you at? Um, I am, I guess, a little sad, right? Seeing somebody like one of the big three in gaming, if you will, sort of go to the sideline or become a third party publisher and not even have a console sort of, I think, does hurt the landscape. Um, I'm thankful for what they've done. They've created some of my favorite franchises um, and they have been for a while in terms of multiplayer and stuff like that. They were at the forefront of it. Uh, and even now towards the end, the, 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 what the supposed end, they were at the forefront with uh, cloud and game pass and all that stuff as well. So at least they went out sort of the same thing, doing the same thing that sort of made them big in the first place. I feel like they still have all that though. I feel like they'll still push all of those things i just think and i think xbox will still be the first to to do certain other things but just consoles they're just like eh. yeah but like if you're not if xbox is no longer part of that big three it also lessens the need for the other two which okay. nintendo's not going to do it regardless nintendo's going to do whatever nintendo wants to do but more so sony to like they don't have to compete in that way anymore um because they don't have any direct competition for like you said the living room right Mm -hmm. Nintendo what play don't yeah I hated that <laughs> can you do that again but not at all okay, okay. <laughs> Nintendo mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah there cool uh, sweet nailed it um, hypothetically if this is the last Xbox console um, I'm glad I got a fridge out of it yeah. it's a good fridge it holds sure. my, it holds it's my, an all right fridge. It, it does its job. It keeps things cool. I regret cool. buying the fridge. Really? I'm with, yeah. I'm with fix. Even now that you're going to have a room to put it in? I still reg I literally don't know where I'm going to put it in the office at the moment, and I oh, still regret it. Under the desk. Oh, right yeah. Now. He wants it to be a showpiece. I mean, yeah. I That's the reason he got it. He didn't get it to like be under the desk. True. True. Yeah. Um... If this is the last Xbox console, or I guess technically the next one that we knew we know is coming because of the leaks, unless they've well, cancelled that, it. Let's say that's cancelled. Let's yeah. say hypothetically um, that's cancelled. Then yeah, like I'm, I'm sad to see them go out this way, uh, from the hardware space, but I'm interested to see what they do in the future. Because like I don't, they're not going to exit gaming anytime soon. Like we we saw from the numbers that were uh, we were talking about earlier, they spent all this money to get these studios. They're not done that to be like actually yeah no we're changing our mind we're not gonna do games anymore like they're still gonna be in the gaming space i'm interested to see what kind of innovations and how they like i guess evolve in that space if they do decide to leave the hardware sphere uh but yeah it's sad like again you said already crush like sony losing that direct competition like even if even with xbox saying oh we don't compete on those levels anymore like they still do to a to a level Absolutely. and yeah any leader losing competition is never good for the consumer. Like we saw from the, I think I've talked about it before, but the anime space with Sony buying all of the anime streaming services and then hiking the prices and taking away all of your digital purchases. It's not a good thing for well, consumers. Yeah. Yeah, that's all different conversation though. It is, but it's there is, there is it's a little bit of nuance there, but it still sucks very much. So. It still sucks, and it's still Sony doing it. So yeah, yeah no, absolutely. You know, they have got, a precedent for it. it yeah, I'm gonna say basically whether, they've got a precedent for doing non-consumer friendly things. Yeah, whether PlayStation would want to do it or not is irrelevant when you have Sony at overhead, similar to like anything that would happen with Xbox. You always have Microsoft above them, sort yeah. of like. Well, this is what you got to do, whether you want to or not, or whether you think it's good for Xbox, because I know it's good for Microsoft. Yeah. So here's the big here's the big unknown right now. We know Jim Ryan's leaving X, uh, Sony. Like, what's the person who takes over going to be? Like, what's his mindset? Oh, sorry, their mindset going to be? I like, hope, be, hopefully it'll... they, they want to bring games to everything. <laughs> I'm gonna, well, that's the thing. Are they going to be a consumer first, or are well, they going to be a, you know shareholder first 
Well, first of all, I, I do think we should partly touch on that. None of these companies companies are consumer first. No, I, but I agree. They benefit consumer to a degree, but they are not consumer first. Exactly. Xbox's yeah. whole push with Game Pass is not, hey, we want to help consumers out with Game Pass. Like it definitely does. Don't get it wrong. But that's not why they invested to Game Pass. Um, so at, at the end of the day, I think that'll be PlayStation. Hopefully, I think part of like whether they're more consumer or more profit driven really depends on Xbox's move Thursday, if I'm going to be honest with you, um, because if Xbox sort of just sort of bows out to any like measurable degree as competition, then they have no reason to like put the consumer first in any of their decisions. Right. Yeah. All right, boys, let's do one more before we get out of here. Um, we will go with... Let's go with Steads. Purely hypothetical, and I understand if you don't read. I'm reading it. They say Microsoft do kill Xbox after all the fuss at the FTC and the CMA over the ABK deal creating a monopoly. Do you think they ought to investigate breaking up PlayStation as a monopoly? They don't consider Nintendo a, con a console, and in that case, PlayStation is 100% a monopoly. So, the 4D chess move, because Sony don't, don't probably want to be in that position it's all posturing to get some form of game pass on playstation i get what you're saying yeah, yeah it's, it's it's purely hypothetical i understand yeah, yeah. Hypoth um, hypothetically i do not think that xbox are killing their hardware division just to get game pass on playstation in no. the hopes that the ftc sees sony as a monopoly at that point no i see uh, I can see a Game Pass app existing on PlayStation, but just not in the same way we see it on PC, Xbox. Well, I can see them. That's how they. That's how they're gonna put their exclusives on PlayStation. Like you have to sign up to this subscription-based thing. We're not doing physical copies. We're not doing. We don't want them in the digital store or anything like that. But you will subscribe to game pass which playstation will take their huge cup from obviously um when they when it's purchased through PlayStation, playstation store and that's how they'll get it there i do not see a world in which playstation are going to want another service on their console or nintendo for that matter where you can override buying a game from their store where they make money to play it in a service that you've already paid for where they make less money Mm -hmm. yeah um i know i went on a tangent there about something that doesn't really exist to Stead's question but yeah <laughs> um no instead you're stretching bro you're you're all over the place i can't even i can't even follow you on that one i'm sorry but i think that'd be such a big gamble to be like they'll the ftc mm -hmm. it's gonna break yeah. up sony i mean yeah i'm i'm, I'm i they think they have wrong though i mean yeah if you're the only hardware like first party console manufacturer in the US you are technically a monopoly yeah you've but already got that the only thing I'm not saying not your own doing yeah yeah true <laughs> your competitors got out because you were so much better your mm -hmm. competitors got out after they made one of the biggest purchases in gaming as like, well not one of the biggest the, the biggest. biggest yeah so it's like can you so, really look at that and be like we're gonna punish Sony because Microsoft effed up the bag that they got themselves right mm -hmm. yeah I still, oh man. I, I will really say, go on. If it if it did happen, I'd imagine there would be some arguments for some stuff Sony side to change in terms of like their store and stuff like that, um, because they wouldn't have that other console competing and all that stuff. So I do think there's a possibility for something like that to happen. Sure. Okay, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. Decent one. We got to plug this week, my dudes. <laughs> youtube.com forward slash my xbox and me come watch the live shit show that is us all breaking down at the news on thursday oh man that, um, the live <laughs> shit show that hurts <laughs> <laughs> probably true but it still hurts no we're uh, gonna be super professional and we're gonna be great but the news is gonna be a shit show yeah i agree yeah I agree. Um, I'm going to promote my Xbox, uh, MXAM Extra. Um, I'm seeing the numbers are a little bit down. Hey, it's a podcast. It's an extra podcast where we talk about Xbox things and other things as well. Check it out. It's well worth listening to. It's laid back. It's chill. It's a vibe. 
I love doing it. So make sure if you haven't, check it out on your podcast feed or over on the YouTube channel. Last week, we spoke about um, me playing WWE 2K24, uh, which wasn't even out yet. So you've got an exclusive there. And uh, yeah, definitely worth checking out. It's not it's not like a... It's just chill with vibes. And you get to hear about what we've been playing there as well, because we don't talk about that here anymore. So yeah. yeah. Crash, what you got to plug? Uh, my PlayStation. I mean, if you guys want to go and subscribe to that for the future... <laughs> it is a channel that exists it is a channel yeah. that exists i am sorry i'm sorry but it is a channel that exists we did one episode um if you're in the discord let me know in the podcast discussion section would you want to see on my playstation and me or hit me up on twitter at mc fixer i'm interested i'm interested to know if you would want to see a brand new youtube channel podcast from us talking playstation let me know let me know until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you later. Goodbye.